0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Giovanna, and I'm here today with a really dear friend of mine, Simona Ksal. And God, she just has so much wisdom when it comes to uh, coaching and beliefs and the power of changing your beliefs. And in particular, with a a specific modality that she uses to actually help her clients. And she's helped me so many times with um, transforming really deep, Held blocked beliefs that, you know, even I wasn't even aware of. And I'm so excited to have her on for a little bit of girl chat and hopefully some education and entertainment and information for you guys. Because I really do believe that whenever we are not getting what we say we want, it's because we're standing in our own way. And a lot of times that is because there's unconscious beliefs in place that are preventing us from really having what we say we want. And Newsflash, guys, this is not something that you need to beat yourself up about. God knows we do that enough and we are hard enough on ourselves. We don't need to then beat ourselves up with what's wrong with me, why can't I get what I say that I want, why can't I lose those last, you know, five pounds or, you know, get that job opportunity, whatever it is that you beat yourself up over, just pause, pause for just the half hour that this show is or longer. Just give it a pause and understand and know that you can transform anything by transforming the unconscious mind. In fact, Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will continue to run your life and you will call it fate. And that's why I wanted to have my friend Simona on the show today. Simona is a personal mentor and entrepreneur. She mentors entrepreneurs and creatives from all over uh, the world in different scopes She's a former marketing executive at Sony Pictures, and she's worked on big global campaigns for blockbuster feature films like Spider-Man, Django, Unchained, and Terminator, as well as hit television shows like Breaking Bad, which I love, and of course, my favorite Outlander, and Better Call Saul. So she's been out there, and she's done so many amazing things, and then she found herself in this world, this world of transformational coaching, and Simona now has become a transformational coach herself. She helps clients change what they believe about themselves so that they can confidently step into their next chapter and make their big inner vision their reality. She's also certified in NLP and she's a Psych K practitioner. So when we say Simone is a transformational coach, she's a transformational coach. I have to say, guys, I've experienced this personally, which is why I was excited to have her on the show I'm a coach that incorporates a lot of different modalities and different ways of doing things into my practice. I really believe in deep inner work and I really believe in the work that Simona's is doing. And so I hope you enjoy this episode because it's, like I said, it's a little bit of girl talk and a lot of, I think, profound insights. And hey, take it easy on yourself, even if it's just for half hour. <laughs> Lay down the mat. Stop beating yourself up for not having what you think you want to have or should have or what you say that you want right now. Maybe it's not time. Maybe something's blocking you. Maybe it's time to acknowledge that you can transform anything, but you need a little help. Enjoy the show. Simona, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Simona. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm excited too. And it's so weird because I feel like, wait, haven't you been on the show before? But you haven't.
1: I have not.
0: No. And it's because you and I are constantly having these conversations. And, you know, we've been, I've done Facebook Live with you and you've interviewed me and, you know, I've done a testimonial for you and we've worked together and we're friends for so long. And I just feel like, of course, you've been on the show. But no, this is your first time. Now I'm super excited. Welcome. Oh my gosh. So you know you and I before we pressed record did a process that was very profound. I'm still like a little like not shaken but I could I could tell something profound has happened because my mind feels a little foggy and I feel a little lightheaded and you know we both took a break, got some water, came back and You've done this process with me before, and it's extraordinary because it really helps you completely change your mind, really. Like it transforms unconscious crap that you have going on.
1: Yeah, that you're not even aware of that you have going on.
0: Yeah, which is extraordinary because, you know, the show we're going to do today is really talking about, you know, the power of your beliefs and how... You know, for those of you listening, if you say that you really want something and you don't have it, chances are you're in resistance and it's unconscious, right? Like we don't wake up saying, yeah, I'm going to purposely block myself this morning, right?
1: Right. Most of the time, that's not how it goes. Sometimes we are consciously aware that there's a thing that we just don't want to do because it feels scary. It feels uncomfortable. But oftentimes when we are not being able to follow through on the commitments that we made to ourselves or taking certain actions, it's actually something that's going on unconsciously. Uh, And typically it's that we're resisting something. So it's then you have to go on a path of self-inquiry to find out what that is.
0: And you've added this amazing, like I'm all about, we're both coaches, right? And I'm, I love coaching, but I don't feel as a standalone. It's sometimes enough, right? And I'm all about adding the modalities. And you added this amazing modality last year. I think it yeah. was. And and I, you used me, thankfully and gratefully, as a guinea pig. <laughs> and I actually came to see you in Mexico. Well, thank you. <laughs> right? In my, yes. in my old hometown of Playa del Carmen, which is your now hometown. And we had this amazing weekend where we went to the beach and we, you know, we dove into this work and you brought me through these processes. And I have to say, like, I did notice some major results with my you know, communication and like confronting people and even on the relationship front. um, I noticed all these amazing things and now today we did another process because I wanted to dive into talking about unconscious beliefs, but in particular around visibility, which is what you just brought me through. So tell me your experience with this because you have, I'm sure like me, a lot of clients that have this issue.
1: Well, I think it's what most people struggle with when they step out in their business is this uh, issue of being seen because it exposes you to potential criticism, to judgment. And what I find a lot of times with my clients when they're not um, allowing themselves to be seen is that at some point in their lives, and that might not even be consciously uh, on the forefront of their mind, at this moment, it wasn't safe to be seen. So what happened was if it wasn't safe to be seen at one point, the subconscious created a coping mechanism and that coping mechanism is hiding, right? So now years later as the adult, that situation where it wasn't safe to be seen is no longer present. However, that subconscious programming still runs. So anytime that person is trying to step out and be seen, be that you know going on stage, be that doing a Facebook Live, being that just telling people about what it is they're doing. As a business owner, you and I both know how important it is to get the word out about what it is you do that program starts running because the subconscious still perceives stepping out and being seen as not safe. So it forces you into hiding. That's when we start procrastinating instead of doing the thing that would give us the visibility. That's when we hunker down in our apartments instead of going out meeting people, right? That's when we put it off to tomorrow, next week to do that Facebook Live, only to never do it. And that's also, Really, uh, where we create a negative impact in our business, because if we can't be seen, if we don't allow ourselves to be seen, we can get our message out. Uh, Nobody knows about you. And we also are not in a position to help the people that are waiting for us to help them. Right. So it's 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 really detrimental and it's, in, it's not in service to oneself and not in service to, to the community, right? I
0: like that you said that because you kind of ran down the list because I always like to, of course, my background is, you know, in alternative medicine. So I always go by symptoms, right? And I like how you just said that list because you ran down the symptoms because sometimes like somebody could be listening and could be saying, well, I don't do that. Like, I don't have an issue with visibility. Like, I would have said that before. Like, I don't have an issue with visibility. I'm not shy. I can go into a room and talk to people. I can get on a stage and and you know talk about something or make an announcement and yet yet I being self-aware that's the work we did together was around my visibility right so people listening are like well maybe I don't have that but I like that you ran down the list because you might not realize that that is your issue but some of the symptoms are avoidance procrastinating Yeah. Um, For me, like I, when I want to hide, I eat, I put on weight, right? Just a super easy way to hide. Um, You know, not, not saying yes to social engagements or um, even professional invitations, right? Uh, Not doing the Facebook live, like you just said. And I mean, a whole host of other ways that we avoid procrastinate and put off the thing that makes us uncomfortable, right?
1: Right. And also that would be the thing that really takes you to the next level in your business, in your life, right? In what you're meant to be doing and who you're meant to be helping.
0: Yes. So for me, so let's talk about what we just did, because this new modality that you brought on board is called Psych K, right? Yes. Yes. And so you just ran me through a very profound process that we've run through before. And it it never ceases to amaze me every time you run me through it. it's, It's like looks like the simplest thing. And then afterwards, you're like, wow, like you could really feel a shift. It's so crazy to me. But yeah. so this is what you brought me through. And my issue that we were talking about was around stepping out more, like being even more visible and, and getting on stage, in particular, signing up for the speaking competition that I signed up for in last May. I've done it before. Um But just getting out there more and owning my message, and it was interesting because you shared with me your point of view of me, your your reflection of me, which I've had other people say, which is, well, you seem so confident, like you seem so, you know, like uh, what what was the word you used? (laughs) I forgot. You stand in your
1: authority. Mm. You know, you stand in your authority. Very grounded. That is my perception of you.
0: Right. And it's so interesting because people say that to me. And yet I'm aware that I still have this next level, uh, especially as it pertains talking about my book and relationship coaching and all of these things, spirituality. I have this other level and I could totally feel myself holding back. So you just ran me through a process of owning a brand new belief. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the, I mean, I can talk about it from my personal perspective, but tell me a little bit about the power of this that you've seen with your clients, because I know you've seen like people are getting some pretty cool results.
1: Yes. And it's, it it it's really depending on the individual. So every conversation that we, that I have with a client where we do this process is I ask them about their current results. How are things now? Because from there, we can actually drill down at what they believe about themselves on a core level. So that's a little bit of inquiry. We spend about half an hour on that. And then we ask, how would you like for things to be instead? Meaning, what would the belief be that you would actually need to have in order to be in alignment with the goals that you want to achieve? So we drill down to that. And from that, we create a belief statement, which is emotionally meaningful to the client. It is in the present tense. It's short, and it's positively stated. Right? This is very, very important. And then we take the person through a process, like you said, where we test this statement, and we start talking to the subconscious mind specifically. The way we do that is, and I just want to give you guys a little bit of background. If you don't know, the subconscious mind is primarily responsible for our, all of our bodily functions, right? So you don't have to ever think about breathing, breathing, yeah. my heart beating, my liver working, right? That's all taken care of, right? So there is a way that we can communicate with the subconscious directly through a process called muscle testing. So kinesthetically we can get yes or no response. So what we do is we test that new belief statement that the person has developed. And then typically what happens is because you're not having the result that would go along with that belief in your present circumstance, right? The subconscious doesn't believe it, right? So what we do then is to take it through a process where we get its cooperation because you see the thing is the subconscious mind its primary function is to keep you alive right so anything that it perceives as a threat to your life it goes into fight or flight and that's where the wall of resistance comes up right so that's why you're not able to do certain things that's why you'd rather sit at home and eat instead of being out there and on stage, or that's why you'd rather work on your website or on your sales brochures versus actually being on the phone with a person, having a real conversation because it's scary, right? So the subconscious will do anything it can to stop you from going into that activity because that's how it's programmed. It's not bad intention. It's just, that's my program.
0: That's really important. I I just wanted to pin that because, a lot of people go into like self-blame yeah like and like you just said and and it's like oh i'm self-sabotaging which we know that that's what it is but i always hate that term because it sounds like you're consciously doing it to yourself but actually self-sabotage is protection in disguise right yeah and so it's so important to not beat yourself up about it and just find the tools that you need to get out of it right
1: Absolutely. And I I, I was talking about this yesterday that, you know, especially as women, you know, despite our feminine nature and how we're typically nurturing and loving and caring, we are our own worst critics because we beat ourselves up mercilessly. (laughs) You know, so many women that I speak with are like, is it just me? Why am I doing this? I hate myself for doing that. No, stop right? There's nothing. And and, uh, me too. I don't like that word self-sabotage because it's, There's a reason why this is happening. And at one point, it was in service to you. It no longer is. So that's why it's really important to drill down as to what is the underlying root cause and then change it and take the subconscious through a process where we get it to cooperate with what your conscious desire is. Your conscious desire is you want to go out there. You want to speak on stage. You want to uh, express your brilliance. You want to be on on a phone conversation with another person and, and figure out how you can help them. Right. So we want to get the subconscious to, to harmonize with our subconscious, uh, with our conscious desires. Right. And so we take you through a process, which takes about 15 to 20 minutes where we install. And I know it sounds a little woo, uh, but what (laughs) we get the subconscious mind's cooperation to accept that new belief statement, right? So then we post test, right? So we make sure that we muscle test and make sure that the subconscious has now accepted that new belief as safe, right? And then the most important part in this is that you commit yourself to taking an action in the direction of that goal, right? Because what you've just done is you've created an enormous potential on the subconscious level, uh, meaning it's harmonizing with your conscious desire. And what we now need to do is take action to give ourselves a different result. And as soon as we get that different result, first of all, as you take the action, you will now find that you have no resistance, right? So your conscious mind will go, Oh, my God, I can do this now. I can go out on stage. I can pick up the phone and have a conversation. I can tell people about what it is I'm doing. And through doing that, through exhibiting that new behavior, uh, through taking that action, you are getting a different result. What does that do? Well, it proves to your conscious mind, your reasoning mind, like, oh, my God, I can do this. This is awesome, right? Right. And it also solidifies the belief on the subconscious level even further. It cements it in, right? And through rinse and repeat, you make it habitual. Like, for instance, for me, my first ever belief change, I, I, was, a terif- I was terrified of speaking in public. You should have seen me in high school. I was hiding. It was in the last row book reports. I would mm-hmm. have my hair in my face. And then I had a talk planned, right, here in my local community, And I'd never done a talk before. And I did this belief change that I am an excellent speaker and felt really good. So I had my talk. It was a full house. People came up to me, told me how much they loved it. Nobody knew that it was my first time speaking in public. So this is really powerful. I have...
0: I'm a testament to that because you and I met through yoga teacher training. Yeah. And I remember... (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first few classes, well, probably throughout the whole teacher training, and our, our teacher was constantly saying, Simona, speak up. Simona, speak up. And, you know, obviously, even by the time, you know, we graduated and you taught your class, you were, you had already made a big difference. But I knew how challenged you were with this. And now, I mean, you're like 180. Like, you just, you speak confidently. I've seen you speak. I've heard you speak, like... It's such a huge difference. So I, I mean, I'm a testament to that, and I'll, of course, also having experienced your work, I've noticed changes with myself as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't feel a little uncomfortable every once in a while, still, right? As you're yeah, building and that it muscle, should,
0: I think though. Yeah, right? you never want to go back. I always, I always give this example. Um, when my clients talk about like nerves, I I had to give, so last May, I actually competed at this speaker competition that I just entered for September. And um, which was one of my action steps, right? You just talked about the action step. Like as soon as you and I finished, you were like, what are you going to take the step? I said, right now. And I sent the email. So stay tuned, everyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I give people the example that some nerves are okay, right? Like I remember doing a speech after the competition last year. I gave the extended version for Mother's Day. And I remember I was the last speaker, and there were all these speakers speaking in front of me, and I made the mistake of having just a half a glass of wine, which for me, not being a drinker, was enough to completely relax me. And because I was so relaxed, I I forgot pieces of my speech, like I made mistakes, nobody noticed, I was, I'm was i professional enough to recover and make it fun, and, and it, nobody noticed, like no one was any wiser, but there is an advantage to having a little bit of that nerve, so... Yeah, you don't want to get rid of it completely.
1: <laughs> there, There is. And, you know, I, I'm working with a client right now, and she made massive strides. We're working specifically on three goals that she wants to achieve, and we're doing a lot of this belief change work. And yesterday she left me a WhatsApp message and said, you know, I took the action. It still feels uncomfortable, but I'm doing it. And then another situation presented itself and another situation, another situation where I needed to do it. And she is building that muscle, right? Because when you start doing this, you become also more aware of all the areas where you haven't been speaking up uh, previously or where you have not. Because for this person, it's about, you know expressing, uh, her desires and creating boundaries, right? So once you start doing this, this is going to show up everywhere in your life. It's just, you know, it's for you to hone that muscle and to really train yourself to exercise that new belief
0: until it becomes a complete
1: habit and say yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. I mean, I can't wait to see what comes of what we did because, again you know most people even people listening might think like Giovanna you're on this podcast every week like you have no problem speaking and I've been on stage before and I know I can like I'd mentioned I competed last year and yet you know we're we're basically walking onions right we're all layers and layers and it's exactly what you said earlier in the conversation and for those of you listening this probably really resonates with you as well it's when you're being called to your next level yeah and it's easy to shrink away and to stay comfortable and it's really hard because you know my my uh, my friend monica uh day who I've interviewed on on she rises uh a year ago or more um she's amazing but she we talked about leadership once and she said you know we we kill leaders right and I remember when she said that I thought, oh my God <laughs> well that's really harsh but actually if you look at throughout human history, anyone that takes the spotlight, anyone that takes the stage, anyone that takes leadership, are they're susceptible to death, right? So don't be hard on yourself. This is a real, true, you know, almost survival-based fear that comes up. And for everyone, like you said, Simona, depending on your personal experience, it's individual, but leadership and visibility, right? So I'm, pu- I'm grouping them together, can be really, really confronting to some of our most fundamental fears and beliefs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because you are exposed, right? You're exposed to people agreeing with you, people judging you, criticism. And as you step into that next level, that's part of your growth, you know, to own your message, to own that leadership role more than you let what other people say or think about you get to you and keep you from that, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know that your mission is so much bigger. And there are people out there that resonate with you and your message. And those are the ones that you're speaking to.
0: That's really important. And you actually you really pointed that out to me. And that was a really um, interesting one one of many insights that I got from the work we did just before this recording, was the, um, there was a belief kicking around for me that what I had to say was, you know, it's important to me and it's valuable to me, but there was like, well, I don't know if it's going to be important and valuable to other people. So I don't want to just stand, stand there and be a talking head kind of thing. And that was interesting to see that that was kicking around in there because again I'm not unconsciously thinking that what I have to say is not important was actually stopping me from saying the thing that I had to say right yeah and and it's like you just said it's going to be important to your people right like what I have to say is so unimportant to 90% of the population right (laughs) maybe even 95 but there's that two to five percent that are my people that need to hear it, that it is important. And this is how, I guess, as business owners and thought leaders, uh, you know, writers, I, I interview a lot of writers and creatives on the show, is how we get in our own way. And it's, yeah, I it's still for me kicking around. Well, it was, <laughs> we've, we've banished part of it today.
1: We've, we've banished part of it today. <laughs> yeah. No. And it, it it's really so important because it's not everybody you are here to serve, but those people that need you, they are waiting for you to go out there with your message because it's going to help them. And that's how you make the impact, right? Cause that creates the ripples. It impacts them. It impacts their loved ones, their family members, their friends, and especially with that book that you're writing is going to impact a whole lot of people. So,
0: yes, we'll have to have a, we'll have to have another podcast about that. We'll have to have you back on the show around that topic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have to say, you know, uh, so I was visiting you this, uh, past January And I was, um, is when we did some of our work together around some stuff. And I do, I, it's so interesting to me whenever you do this kind of work and as deep as it is and as profound as it is, just like you use that example of your client, the changes start to happen kind of like really organically, right? Yeah. And your, your situations change and the opportunities come up and it's, and it's all because, I mean, it just, to me, it's fascinating because it just goes to show you that, you are literally creating your world all the time. And as soon as you change your perception, your entire world, as you see it, changes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Just phenomenal.
1: We I... create it all from the inside out, right? So what we believe about ourselves and who we are being in the world as a result of our beliefs creates our circumstances, what we experience, our results. So if we can identify the beliefs that are holding you that are holding us back from the life that we want to create, then we can transform that. And I think that's so important that, that people do that piece of self inquiry. This is where I'm going, this is what my vision is. What am I what would I need to believe about myself to reach that vision? And if I'm not currently believing that, then I need to transform it right? And then I can move forward. And we have that power on the inside, right? We totally do. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's why I'm so passionate about this topic. And I think that more people need to know about that because so often, and I bought into that too with coaches, uh, I've heard, you know, people say this blanket statement, well, you need to just change your belief, right? Yes, that is a very true how, statement. How, people, how? And how? <laughs> how do you do that? Like most people are not even aware of the limiting belief, like you and I have talked about this and we have you really laughed about this because mm-hmm. it's such an oxymoron, right? Right. You don't know what you don't know and you can't change what you're not present to, what's not on your conscious awareness, mm-hmm. right? And then when you change a belief, if you, you know, people tell you, you have to just affirm these things, right?
0: Right. Or think positive, or think right? positive.
1: But what they don't tell you is when you do that, you're speaking to your conscious mind, right? And and your subconscious mind in the meantime goes, yep, I'm not believing any of that, right? Because you're not talking to the right mind to really affect change, right? Mm-hmm. But taking uh, a person through that process really... Uh, speaks to the right mind. Uh, You come into congruency with what your conscious desires are and you can move forward and I think it's so important that more people know about that and if there's coaches listening it's, it's really so important to let people know that it's not just affirmations that change your belief, right? Because People say, well, yeah, affirmations, and you just need to say it out loud, and then you need to take the action. Well, if if your subconscious is not letting you, you can't take the action. That means you're spinning, you're staying stuck, right? So you need to really uh, affect the subconscious level of your mind in order to be able to move forward.
0: You remind me of this article that I just saw. um, I think it was on Facebook. And it, it just, I haven't finished reading the article. I have it up on my computer screen. And what struck me was the title of the article it's actually written by a coach and it says um, is the professional development industry gaslighting you? (laughs) I just laugh out loud because, because there is this undercurrent and a bit of presupposition in a lot of personal development that is really blaming you the person with the problem that you're not thinking positively enough or you're not Whatever it is like, you know, and, and this idea I've talked about it on the show so many times of this new age guilt about, you know, creating your own reality does not mean that you start blaming yourself for create giving yourself cancer like that's not what it means. It's all about what you were talking about, which is you can transform anything or at least your experience of anything yeah. by transforming your perception. And that stems from your belief systems. And that's really the depth of it is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That articles, uh, it's funny. It's funny, funny, haha, but also like funny, sad. Cause it's, I, I, I don't know. What's your experience with that?
1: Well, you know, I, I've bought into that, you know, you just need to think positively for years and then nothing would change because I was unable to take the action. Now that I've been working with this modality for over a year, I know why. Right now that I've studied the subconscious mind on a deeper level, I know where the resistance is coming in and how to actually uh, resolve that, right. So that you can move forward and take the action because the truth is, you know, you are responsible for taking action to get the results, right. You can go into a coaching relationship with just about any, anybody. And that person can give you the most brilliant tools the most brilliant guidance, uh, the most brilliant strategy. If you are not taking the action on that, nothing's going to change. And if you don't know what's holding you back from taking the action, then that's really frustrating because you start blaming yourself. You might start blaming the coach, right? But the core is that there's something on the inside that's holding you back. And until you resolve that, that's that's just it. You're not going to be able to move forward. So I I really want to encourage uh, other coaches who are listening to this to familiarize themselves with this modality, psych k yeah. or NLP even. To really be of greater service to to their clients, because I've seen it in my practice, it's really changed uh, the results or the way that I work with people and the results that people are getting. People are able to move forward in very different ways. Uh, they're getting different results, and uh, I think it's uh, it, it really is it, it, it's mm-hmm. important to understand what your beliefs do for you, how they create your reality and how to identify what is not in service to you as to where you intend on going and how you can transform that.
0: I mean, and ultimately what we do, I mean, depending on what you're coaching around and, and and who, but what we do is we encounter resistance. It's natural. And rather than you know blaming ourselves or heaven forbid blaming the client or the client blaming themselves or the you know what like you said it's it's really a matter of just being gentle and being compassionate and really saying hey let's actually go a little bit deeper here because you're not doing this on purpose to yourself, right? There's something Correct. deeper here. Otherwise, you know, I could sit here and I actually have, and knowing what I know and doing what I do, you know, I have sat here and said, oh my God, like, what is wrong with me? Like, get, get going, do the thing. Like, and, um, you know, unfortunately, but I haven't had the tools. But blaming yourself. Exactly. You know, what is
1: wrong with me? Exactly. And but like, a lot of oh, people
0: do this, right? And yeah. it's, but then it's acknowledging and thankfully I have friends like you that have these tools. Obviously I have my own coaches that have tools yep. to conquer resistance. But ultimately, this is, you know, the deeper work that we talk about with this. Yep. And it's so grateful. And there is Psyche and there is NLP and there is, you know, NET and there's all an alphabet soup of like yes. <laughs> of of things that you can go and and do and and You know, I would just for for people listening today. Really, the message that I want to drive home as we as we wrap it up is, you can transform anything and your experience of anything if you're willing to go that step deeper. Right? What would you absolutely? What would you leave them with?
1: (laughs) If you're willing to face yourself at that level and not run away, because it might be scary what you encounter. Right? But no that you can overcome it. You can absolutely transform it, but you have to get to the bottom of it. You have to really get to the root cause of it. And then once it's in the open, right, you have to shine the spotlight on it. Then you can make a decision to change it.
0: Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, Giovanna, for having me.
0: Yeah, super fun. And yeah, guys, if you're listening, um, if this has supported you and helped you in any way, if it's inspired you, if you even know someone that this might benefit, pass it along to them, Rick. It is about root causes. I'm, I'm a trained alternative medicine doctor. My whole life is about root cause. So it goes to the root of the thing and you really can transform anything simona thank you again i just i love i love chatting with you just in general we're great friends but you have such wisdom and insight and i'm you know personally you've helped me so much as well so thank you again for being
1: here thank you my friend for having me on it was my pleasure and my honor to be on the show